This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 92 of the How She Did That podcast. Today, we're talking about success. Now, we all know that success looks different for each individual. We all set different goals for ourselves, for our businesses, and for our lives. Some of us might only consider ourselves to be successful once we hit that six or seven figure mark, while others might start off by striving for a more modest salary in order to live comfortably and still be able to save for the future. But what if we took a step back and focused on other areas where we can strive for success in ways that have nothing to do with money? Diving into this today with us is Dr. Courtney Baker, who helps women entrepreneurs transition from their day jobs and side hustles to full-time CEO in their businesses. Courtney is the owner of an eight-figure national enterprise that has more than 650 employees and has provided healthcare for over 40,000 children with special needs. For her, success goes far beyond the numbers. Whether or not you have the money coming in that you eventually want to see, how can you be confident now in your success outside of your salary and not lose sight on what is truly important? So let's go ask Dr. Courtney how she measures success. so much for being here. I'm so excited to dive into this topic with you today. I would just love to hear a little bit more about who you are, what you do, who you serve, all those things. I am. It's great to be here. Thank Thank you you for having me, Tasha. I am Dr. Courtney Baker. I got started on my entrepreneurial journey 16 years ago when I opened a pediatric healthcare company for little kiddos with disabilities. Aww. And yes, I'm a speech pathologist by training. And so therapy and caring for little kids is, is really my heart. So we do speech, physical, occupational therapy, and nursing services for little kids with disabilities all over Texas and Colorado and now in Idaho. So we started in 2003 and it was just me with 10 little patients. And today we have over 650 employees and we are in 11 cities and three states and have had the privilege of touching probably close to a hundred thousand lives. That is amazing. I love that already. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. And it's, I mean, first of all, I love the heart of it. And then I also love that, like as a business owner, you know, that I know that you have the experience behind that too. So I love that you're coming from the heart piece of it and who you serve and what you're doing every day. And also just like the mindset piece of being a business owner. That's great. That's awesome. Well, and actually I have worked myself out of a job in 2012. (laughs) I went back to school and that's when I got my doctorate degree in leadership and focused my research on women and what challenges we go through to Mm -hmm. climb the 
proverbial corporate ladder. Right. And um, really saw how many women hold themselves back. And I looked at that in entrepreneurship and thought, you know, there was also research done by McKinsey and company along with Lean In that found that at the rate we have gone over the last few years, we're more than 100 years away from gender equality at the sea level. Wow. And that pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, what can I do to make that a shorter gap for my daughter's generation? And they're 12 and 16. And so now I help women start and scale their own service-based businesses. That's fantastic. Thanks. So, yeah. So I want to dive into our topic. And um, I know that we're talking about how to measure success and the true way of measuring success. And of course, you know, the metrics piece of it is such a key piece. And we can't, we can't leave that behind. But I think what I have seen in the market is that we have all these gurus saying that like, the only success matters if you're making six figures or now if you're making seven figures, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that I have needed to, for my own mindset reasons and to not drive myself crazy, (laughs) needed to figure out other ways that I deem successful or that I view myself successful. So can you speak to that a little bit, like how you, what that measure of success looks like? Absolutely. And everyone's measure of success is different. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, you know, yes, If you own a business, the bottom line is you have to be profitable. But we look at the top line, which is your gross income and not the bottom line necessarily because you can have a six-figure business, but if you're spending seven figures (laughs) to get there, you're not profitable. So really, you know, if your profit is positive and whatever your determination, then, you know, that's your measure of success in one way. Mm -hmm. But another way that I have measured success is in lives touched. Mm. And that makes so much more sense to Mm -hmm. me than the numbers piece of it. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can have all, I have an eight figure agency, but at the end of the day, I also have 650 employees that look to me to make the right decision. And that means a lot to me. Yeah. And then also the fact that, you know, I'm helping women start and scale their own businesses. And that's my legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's how I measure success. That's fantastic. So let's dive into the numbers piece of it first, because I, I want to talk about both. Do you have certain KPIs? Like, how do you figure out what you want to measure at any given, I guess, season in your business or moment in your business? What is deemed important to you other than, of course, top line revenue, which, you know, we're all working to get more of that. But what mm-hmm. else do you look for in terms of like what you what you're working towards? So it depends on which business you're talking about. You know, for my healthcare business, we look at, you know, number of claims that have been billed, Mm -hmm. but we also look at how many days has that been on AR and our billing cycles and, and the revenue and how many days it's outstanding and how many claims we've had to write off. Because if you're writing it off and you're chasing your tail, trying to get money that's never going to come in, then that's a waste of time. Right. So there's different KPIs for that. But for my coaching business and what I do for um, women is really, I count my measure of success by how many women 
I can impact in their lives and their families Mm -hmm. day to day. You know, when I get those calls or texts, like I just got, um, we communicate via Voxer. Mm -hmm. And when I get those Voxers, what did she say today? She said she pay, she signed the invoice and paid (laughs) it full. And I was like, yes, (laughs) no, because this one client just launched on uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. And she is just now getting started and she's finding the confidence in herself through the work we've done. Mm -hmm. And that is my um, KPI. You know, what is Ashley doing or what is Valerie or Kara or, you know, all of them doing to make an impact in their own homes and businesses. I love that. And I especially love, um, even for them, you know, I, I think that when we're first starting, when people are first starting out or when they're growing, it's so hard or it's so easy to look at people who are way ahead of you and say like, oh, I can't celebrate those victories until I get there. But I always tell the people that I coach, like you should be celebrating every single thing and remembering every single step that you took, you know, in that right direction. The first, that first invoice that gets paid is like so phenomenal. And that feeling will never happen again. You know, you'll never have a first, right? No. And you know, what's crazy is that we just moved our kids care office into, we have 26,000 square feet. And I mean, we have plans to outgrow this, but when I was packing up my office, I found our first little patient. She'd given me a picture and I still have it. Aww. I have that. I still have our first flyer from when we started marketing. I had our first remittance and status report, which is basically our billing summary. Mm-hmm. And it was like, denied, 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 because <laughs> I was in charge of the billing and I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> And so to keep all those firsts, because those 16 years later drew tears to my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. One of the things that one of the ladies in um, my booked and balance group is doing this year is every time she has a small or big success, whether it's client facing, so something goes right with her client and you know she's a part of it, or whether it's internal to her business, she's writing it on a piece of paper and putting it in a jar so that at the end of the year, she can remember all of those things. And I, I think that's, that. it's so important because I know that as a service provider, you know, we have those days where we're just like, I'm terrible at what I do. I'm not impacting anybody. And to be able to say like, no, this is not the truth. This is a moment. Let me go back and reminisce basically about other successes that I've had. Yeah. And to even if you don't have the time to go through and dig through that jar and Mm -hmm. find all your moments, to just look at the stack of them and go, okay, like you said, this is a moment. This too shall pass. There's my visual cue Mm -hmm. that it's not true. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Confidence was one of, it was the common denominator of what held women back in Mm -hmm. business of the four challenges that my research found. Wow. Why do you think that is? Like, I'm just curious. Oh gosh. We (laughs) live in a society and I don't know how old you are, but my generation, I'm 45. And my generation was, you know, little girls are to be seen and not heard. Mm, yeah. And so here comes, you know, me busting through and it's like, we're bulls in a China shop, you know? <laughs> and it's like, but it's taken a lot to overcome that. Mm-hmm. And and when you have that 
I guess, voice in your head that tells you constantly you're not enough or don't, you know, be nice or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and boys can be rambunctious and, and, and all those societal challenges and norms that we have and we just accept them. That's where that stems from. Yeah. And then, you know, today you look at the world of social media and comparison and, you know, that just ex- exacerbates yeah. that voice. Yeah. And I think that's, that's why I said in the beginning, you know, we were on social media all the time as, as virtual support pros. And so we're seeing all the Facebook ads of like, oh, this, you know, I made six figures. I made seven figures in 12 days, you know, and we're, we're thinking that that is, that's the thing that is going to make us successful. That's the thing that's going to make us happy. And I, I don't think it is. I think that you can be happy along the way as you're working towards your goals. Well, and there's so much that I would challenge about that because unless they're showing you their (laughs) income statement, I wouldn't necessarily buy it. I can say all day long, you know, I have a podcast too. I can say all day long, I have a million downloads, but guess what? I'm not showing you proof of it right? because it's not true. (laughs) I love that. So if somebody was wanted to just improve their mindset around success and also maybe start tracking some of their actual tangible metrics, what's one step that they can take this week? What's one piece of advice that you can give them? Write them down. Yes. You have to write them down so you measure them. Mm-hmm. Or get your baseline. Yeah. Yeah. And figure out where you are so that you know what your goal is to go mm-hmm. to, right? If you don't know where yeah. you are, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea how far you've come. And when you write them down, I just had a conversation with my friend who I helped open her um, ob practice. And she was freaking out yesterday about her numbers. And I'm so glad that she took the time today to really look at them. And she was like, oh, I've made so much progress. And I wasn't, <laughs> you know, it's that fear of the unknown yeah. until you analyze it. Yeah. I love that. Where can we find you online? Well, I'm the host of the Women in Business podcast, and we talk about business strategies and advice and tips, and also interviews, which you're going to be on. Yes. <laughs> and so that you can find me on the Women in Business podcast or on Instagram at Dr. Courtney Baker. Courtney has no U, it's just C O R T N E Y. And you can email me, Courtney at CourtneyBaker.com. Fantastic. We'll have all of that in the show notes so that people can find you and continue this conversation. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was great to connect. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.